0: Episode up on YouTube, right? I uh, don't think so. I don't think I put up most of them on YouTube. I just don't. I just. Hey, man, trying to grow a book, bro. Just can't can't keep all the plates spinning.
1: All right, I'll let you slide on that one.
0: Um, so what I wanted to do today was kind of our 2023 year in review. Tell you know, kind of give. Each of us give our good, bad, and ugly on 2023, what we wrote, kind of a over-the-shoulder look at what went down, and then kind of pivot, and then look to 2024 and kind of what our goals are. I know your fiscal year starts in, what, four days? Y'all, are a, y'all start on 11-1? So it's kind of a good yes. time. It's, for those that yeah. are reviewing their year, or for those who are behind and just setting schedule or setting uh goals for 2024. I, I thought this might be a good time for us to do that. So without further ado, why don't you tell us a little bit, give us an overview of your 2023 and what you grade yourself?
1: Oh man, that's a tough question. Um okay overview um, uh, it's uh numbers wise, revenue wise, it was actually my best year I've ever had in twelve years of being a agent. Well, really, I've been an agent, I guess you could say what is it, nine years because I was a marketing rep for the first two years. But anyways, yeah. Uh best year I ever had in terms of pure revenue. Um, so that was awesome. And it was not due to like the hard market or anything like that. It was uh Talking new business, and it was purely, um, it was it was a wide variety of things. Uh, I had some cross sells, and so I get credit. I get fifty percent credit on those, so that was thrown in there um, on a bunch of it. And then a large builder's risk pop that was huge. That a client of mine that I wrote this past year added. So that client turned from a twenty thousand dollar revenue count into basically a hundred thousand dollar revenue count with a you know. We've talked about the three stars that are five-star potential. Oh, yeah and, this, yeah. and this guy owns several other companies. So there's some other things that I think I'll hit in 2024 here on that that he owns. But anyways, so, yeah, man, it was pretty cool um, that way. But also, it's funny because – oh, did I? Did you lose me? Mm-mm, go no, ahead. You said, um, so that was cool. But the weird part is we've talked about this before. I had some lulls where I was like, dude, I'm having a terrible year. Like, what's going on? and if you know it was weird because the year start our year starts in november so in november i had a really fast start i had you know uh, probably i think it was like 130 in revenue hit and then boom just go to like silence you know for a long time i felt like four months <laughs> of like writing nothing and then all of a sudden things started to kind of pick up around may and you know tick 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 and this happened the first year too i don't know this is my second year of rebuilding but then august september early october just again i don't know for whatever reason just had a really really solid uh run and you know basically doubled my revenue that i had already booked so yeah uh, it was just a weird thing and that's kind of how insurance goes um I would have liked to write more PNC business. I still wrote a good chunk, but um, that's that's what I would say I'd like to work on. I'd like to add this year, I want to write a, a lot more PNC accounts and really just want to do a lot more revenue even. Um, in terms of failures or what went wrong, man, I had I talked about this back in July. I'd, I had two really big accounts. Uh, one was about 150, one was about 50 in revenue. Didn't get either of them. Um, now the revenue one would have booked this year, one would have booked 2024, the 150k deal, and we made it to the finalist deal and both, and just couldn't, you know, whatever for whatever reason, just didn't didn't get them lost out. Um, so that kind of sucked, but um, but yeah, I so think I think
0: Everybody it. listening probably wants to know what, what are are we going to share revenue here? Are we going to give the total number? Are you going to lift up the skirt?
1: Yeah, well, so like booked, I have one I BOR, but I'm not, here's the deal. So our fiscal year starts 11-1. So you obviously, if you want to start hot, you got to BOR back in August and then it'll book in the new year, right? So that's just actually a side note. When you're setting goals, we were talking about this the other day, Trey, um, you're setting goals for 2024. If your fiscal year is January, you should have that goal set in August or really July (laughs) because it's like, this is my goal in August, you should be calling those January X dates. And so you should be picking up those BORs in August. So you should already know how the first quarter of your year is going to go in third quarter of the current year, um, which I think blows a lot of people's minds. Right. Um, But, yeah, so um, I just kind of tallied it up this morning and it's about 300 G's, dude, right on the nose. Um, So and then but but 25 of that, I will say, is not going to book until this year because I BOR it. So. Anyways, however you want to count it, but but essentially B O R added booked whatever altogether about three hundred K new. Um, so
0: if you had to grade yourself on A to F, how would you grade yourself on your let's say
1: on my potential on your, like
0: con- how no, let's let's do controllables first, right? Because like you said, you missed some licks and that's just luck of the draw. But the the things that you can control, the controllables, how would you grade yourself on sticking to your game plan every day?
1: I would say B minus. Really? Yeah. I missed a lot of days where I didn't make 40 calls. Um, A lot of days. Um,
0: So for anybody listening, Micah's kind of KPI that he holds himself to is 40 calls. Mine is 25. His is 40. We kind of have different angles. But anyway, really, you give yourself yeah. a B minus. And, and of all those days that you didn't make, how much of those days were because of laziness or lack of time management? And how many were just, you know, you got caught up handling other stuff that was important?
1: Um, Man, I would probably say half was lack of time management laziness really and just and not utilizing those i talked about this in the linkedin post recently those dead zones right and sometimes the dead zone could be 30 40 minutes and it's like eh, and then you kind of like i'm going to check emails clean up my email i'm going to you know do some busy work that maybe it needs to get done but it could get done at the ends of the day or the beginnings or whatever when there's downtime maybe friday afternoon when no one's answering i don't know but so i think that's where when we were talking about goals and stuff and like potential, I think I have a potential to do a lot more. If I really got like serious about like, I can't miss 40, 40 calls a day. And actually Ryan Hanley had a post yesterday cause he does that 75 hard stuff, which I've never tried, <laughs> but uh, you know, even though I think I could probably do it cause I don't drink and I work out every day anyways and do some other read too. So, but my point is, he had a good message. Cause it was like, you know, what if you kind of went about your daily life as like, I, I can't fail. I can't miss this. I don't have a choice. And that's the whole principle of 75 hearts. If you miss it, then you got to start over. And so I was thinking, I saw that. And I was like, you know, what if I literally like this whole year, just said Monday, you know, at least Monday through Friday was like, I can't miss 40 calls. Like that is like oxygen to me. I need that. Otherwise I die like it would be it would be such an interesting experiment it would be very t- tough to do some days i will admit that there's like i said about half the days that i missed it was probably purely like i would have had to use every minute of every day like very strategically um maybe giving up golf some days you know i don't know but <laughs> uh there's there's a balance which we've talked about too and a mental health side of it that's very important you know you don't want to be like a you're not a robot we're not an SDR for a tech firm making 100 calls a day like that that can really make you want to blow your brains out, right? And just, just basically make you want to give up. So I'm I'm all about balance. And that's why I think the 40 number is so easy to hit. I mean, if you're organized and you use a CRM, there is no excuse to not hit 40. And I'm yelling at myself too because it's like it's so freaking easy, man. So easy. Um, uh, but we're human and we miss it. So
0: um okay, I guess we'll do mine. And then we'll talk about 2024. So my year, um, this was my first year at a new firm, left uh, (laughs) my tiny little book uh, back in January. So this was kind of a fresh start for me this year. Um, And I have, I'm writing it at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, I wrote nine accounts, nine deals, and it is at 90K. There you go. And I've got a a number of presentations coming up in the next 60 days uh, that would actually hit this year. It's, It's me working last minute stuff trying to get that number up and uh so i don't know i would like to say that uh it's a hundred um but you never know so i don't know that's where it is where you, you never count your chickens before they hatch how would i rate my i mean it could be 120 or it could be it could stay at 90 i have no idea but i know i got 90 on the books um so who knows where, where I'll land. Um, how would I rate my year? I would rate my year as a C minus. I did a lot of the same things that I did wrong <laughs> in my first four years, getting distracted, going down rabbit holes, pivoting um, time management, you know, I I, I can get so much better at all of these things. And again, that's why, you know, I we write about this stuff or we talk about it. It is not it is not from a place of expertise or like guru dom. It's like, hey man, we're in the trenches doing it too. And so we're just as susceptible as anybody else. Like ninety percent of the time when I'm writing content, I'm writing it to me or to me two years ago. So yeah, that's that's where I'll finish. Um a couple of the mistakes what? I made. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, just real quick before you get into your mistakes, because I know there's tons of them. Um <laughs> I'm kidding, son of a bitch. Uh, but What's what's one like you mentioned? Hey, time management, we're going down rabbit holes, getting distracted. I know you're investing time in Max Revenue. So, all you listeners out there, support us. <laughs> uh, but what if there was one thing from like a a mindset or some type of shift you could make? If you just had to pick one thing that would change the trajectory and take you from a C minus to an A, like what would that be? Hmm, that's a great
0: question. I mean, just, just, I have it on my phone. Focus it says, uh, yeah, I, it says, I'm I literally on my phone. It says 25 calls, 200 grams of protein lift and run. This is my daily, uh, to do's. And like, if I literally just do that, if I just block out two hours every day and I just religiously made my 25 calls, I would, I would have no problem. Like I, we talked about it yesterday. I'll tell you what my goal is for next year, but like I'd hit my goal. No problem. You know, it's just lack of time management. You know, you get caught up in apps or submissions instead of like boxing that in at another time and being diligent with, you know, what needs to be done. So it's just probably like most everybody else just being, Keeping first things first.
1: Dale Carnegie? Did you say that one?
0: Yeah. No, that wasn't Dale Carnegie. That was Stephen Covey.
1: Stephen Covey. Seven, yeah, ha- seven habits. Seven
0: habits of highly effective people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I and I and I chased some smaller stuff that I really kind of spun my wheels on. Uh, I mean, three of these accounts are twenty five hundred. You know, so like. I, yeah, it brings I, down the
1: I, average, but your median is probably realistically 20K, right? It's like you take out the small, like one, two, three little pops, like 80%, like it's the whole 80-20 rule, 80% of your revenue is coming from 20% of your accounts.
0: I got 10K, 25, uh, so 10K, 2,500, 2,500, 15K, 5K, 5K, 20K, 30K. That's what it is.
1: I wrote. I wrote fourteen accounts. I was adding mine up as you were talking. Um, Dang, one a month, baby. Is, well, yeah, but isn't that funny? I had a five month dry spell.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about your dry spell for a minute, real quick. I, I mean, I remember when we were talking. I remember exactly where I was at. Where I was at too. You called. Like, I think I called you. But it was one of the few times. Most of the times when I call you, you're in some state of like, uh, euphoria. Uh, m- <laughs> no it's like uh meditation and so it's it's you're kind of hard to have a conversation with on the phone because when you call me i'm like upbeat i'm ready to roll have my coffee when i call you you kind of like debbie downer bring me down Um, dude i think
1: that's just my demeanor i think i'm just very level i don't think i'm down when you're calling me
0: i think yeah i'm level i'm I'm just i'm on the roller coaster so you're just you're level but i'm at the top of that hill you know on the roller coaster and so you're just bringing me down to the baseline but anyways uh, and you were I wouldn't say you were whipped but you were in a lot of ways you were just kind of dumbfounded you're like I just I i don't know like you you in a lot of ways you went back to the drawing board and you revised your first meeting agenda like I think it made I, honestly I think it made you a better producer because you went in and you kind of tightened some shit up it's a good point. But yeah, m- yeah, homie had a big dry smell.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because on, on paper, I looked great, right? I was like, oh, the leader, or not leader, but one of the top in the agency, you know, numbers look fine because that's such a good start. And then, yeah, you hit that lull. It's like, what the hell, dude? And then, I, and then that was the deal I told the cream puff store. I had won like a $17,000 deal with Stoked, and then they go out of business. <laughs> it's like, what? And that was kind of the, so that was, I thought I was getting out of it. And then that happens, and I'm like, what? you got to be kidding me, you know? Um, Yeah. Scary times. Um,
0: All right, so let's pivot and let's go to 2024. Uh, I know that you have some pretty, uh, what are they, hags, hairy, audacious goals for 2024, and I'll let you disclose (laughs) how much of it you want, but I'll go first on this one. I'll lead the charge. So my goal for this upcoming year is to write 250. Okay. We talked about it yesterday on the phone. If I just execute the small things, raise up my minimum a little bit. You know, when we talked, I was like, yeah, man, I just, because I've never written that much before. I'm like, "Uh, I just don't see how that's possible. And, and you're like, dude, that's easy. Just do X, Y, and Z. (laughs) You know (laughs) what I mean? And yeah. so we try to make it. We try to make it harder than, or I try to make it harder than it is. But that's my goals: two fifty. Um, so I, you know, let's say quasi a hundred ish this year, give or take ten grand, twenty grand maybe. Um, Ninety to one twenty is kind of where I'm falling. Okay, and then so next year I want to basically, I want to at least two x that, and then that would put me three grand, a uh, three hundred after two years. And um, no, that would put me 350 after two years, you know, so that would, I, I'd, I'd be pretty, pretty happy with that. Um, my, and basically my plan to do that is just execute on a daily basis. You know, obviously I get, I'm you know, tend to be a bit of a creative, I nerd out on the max revenue stuff and I love doing that. But, you know, I get caught up in the notifications and the Twitter and all this shit and i i need to do i i just i need to do a better job managing my time uh because like i said you know i would give it as I, I would give my performance in 2023 as a c c minus uh i i need to do much better and, and can do much better
1: um so yeah 250 for 2024 go ahead and that was that that was a stretch that was me twisting your arm to get there i know i was like I was come gonna, on Come I on, going to go 150. <laughs> uh, just a note to anyone listening. It's like, you know, goals are interesting because I know we all balk at them. Like, ah, it's another goal. Like, you know, and I think people can get over the top with them too. But I do think there is something about having something written down or in front of you that just holds you accountable more. I don't know. It's hard to explain. and um I do think we sell ourselves short of what we can do. You know, I mean, it's, it's a cliche story now, with the whole four minute mile thing, right? Like it's the same concept. And I just think we under, undersell ourselves. Um, so yeah, it's like, Hey, why can't, why can't you do that? You know, other people are doing whatever number is, if you're listening, whatever number th- thinks sounds unattainable to you. There is other agents that are doing that and probably 10 X that. So if they can do it, why can't you? And that's kind of, if you can get that if you have that mindset just naturally apply it to your insurance career and um <clears throat> I mean there's no if you fail chances are even if you had half your goal and it was way higher than you thought who cares right you just pushed yourself to a new limit so um anyways do you yeah. cared.
0: it do you, do you are we gonna are we gonna share I, your 2024 or are we gonna keep that close
1: I think if I shared my my goal. So here's the thing. With my agency, asked for a goal, and then I sent in a goal. But my personal goal is different than that goal. It's much higher. But I think it's so <laughs> it's it's so high that it's uh stupid uh, for a okay. lot of people listening. And so I don't really want to share the number. But what,
0: fair enough. What was your What did you send to your agency?
1: I think it was like I think I did like I think I had a goal of like three hundred. Okay. Because they they were like, hey, send something in. You're about 70% sure you could hit. So, like, okay, I think I feel good. Uh, You know, I think I can get there. And um, so we'll see. But, but yeah. Mike, Uh,
0: you're about to go, you're about to go
1: stupid big this year. Yeah, stupid big. And it's, it's, it's the whole premise of why can't I? I know other people have gotten there. uh, why can't I, you know, and that was a, it was a conversation I was having with another producer and he was saying, have you ever thought about, you know, getting get X in a year? I was like, no, he's like, and then it kind of, I'd thought about it before and it just was like, you know what, why not shoot for that goal? Um, But I also told you this, the way I'm gonna get there is I'm not gonna sit here and count revenue. What I'm gonna try to do is look at new clients brought on. So, so I have a number and if I, re, you know, I'm like, hey, that's my goal. If I can add X amount of new clients, I'm not going to care about the revenue. All I'm going to care about is to hit my minimums. So my minimums are really, I wanted to be, you know, 10K revenue or higher, but uh, really 15 ish. And I know from just what I've done in the past, I know that if I, if that's my floor. Yeah, I might have a couple smaller ones that get referred in or whatever, but it'll, you know, overall it'll probably average 25 ish, 20 to 25 in that range revenue. Okay. How many clients are you trying to write right this year? <laughs> if I give you that, you can reverse engineer <laughs> the revenue. Um, so, uh, hey, you know what? I wrote this year 14, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think year one, I did 10, 11. So that's kind of my, that's always been my typical most years, even at prior agency. I mean, it's been usually between eight to, I think like 14, somewhere in that range.
0: Okay so let's just say this. Okay so if you're going to focus on number of clients written and obviously you're going to be probably increasing it quite a bit. What what are you going to do? What are you going to do to 2x, 3x, 4x whatever it is that number of clients in? How how are you so going to do that without 3 or 4xing your work? Explain
1: to me how you're going to do that. This is the crazy part. I am not going to do anything differently <laughs> besides, hold on, besides one big difference. What do we talk about at the beginning of this call? I missed my 40 calls a day mark tons of half the time. I mean, there's several days I've made zero, I've made 10, I made 20, whatever. And that's where I was saying if I can stick to that, I literally think I can have my best year ever. So oh, well, I definitely I stick... think
0: you... I know you can have your best year ever. It's just a
1: matter of how big is it actually going to be. Yeah, and we'll have to find that out, you know. Um, What's the biggest so... you've ever
0: heard of somebody right here? And let's uh, let's let's take out any private equity guys because some of the big private equity guys at Aon and Marsh and those guys, they might write... I sure. mean, I've heard of guys writing a couple million, you know, but just because they're PE,
1: they're just yeah so let's, so like take true, those out. let's talk about okay. a true
0: mid-market producer
1: a true mid-market producer i can only go off of what i've seen the last two years uh, uh um, i think it was like 850 g's that's stupid yeah but but it's not savage. just one year not one year it was like right around there give or take 50 100 grand three four years in a row So, um, it's realistic, why don't right?
0: We, why don't we just give the podcast, why don't we just give Max Revenue to that guy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Uh-oh, I got a text. Let's see who this is. This is one of our listeners live on the air?
0: Yep. Uh, actually, it was my nanny who showed up late. Anyways, I was about to hop on this call with my one-year-old who's got snot running everywhere, just coughing a lung up. And then my three-year-old, who's about like trying to hold a, you know, about like trying to catch a chicken like Rocky from Rocky movie.
1: <laughs> Sounds like mine. She
0: showed, she showed up just in time. Um, okay. Well, I mean, I think we got, I think we circled the wagons pretty good. Anything else you wanted to touch on when we talk about 2023 in the rear view in 2024 ahead of us?
1: Nothing I can really think of. I mean, just... uh I think it comes down to where to summarize what execution. I mean, executing and sticking to things, committing and sticking to it, which is so base, so simple, but not easy. So.
0: Yeah. And that's it. I'm really surprised. Uh, it, my big takeaway from this obviously is that, but I'm really surprised that you graded yourself as a B. Cause I, I got to tell you, and I've told you this before. Uh, B minus. B minus. <laughs> I've, you know, I've worked around a number of different producers and was at a bigger firm and saw how a lot of producers work. And first of all, there's not many people that just devote their prospecting. Not many people that get the get it on the the cold prospecting thing like you do. And then the the few that do, I've just I I don't know anybody that puts in more reps than you do and so i'm just surprised i'm surprised to hear that you think that you only hit your daily kpi half the time
1: yeah i expect, and, and, I, and... I,
0: I i expected more out of you
1: <laughs> you should man you should um Yeah, no, I'm just keeping it real with people. And I think when you look at the revenue, it can be like, that's an awesome year, but revenue can be misleading too a little bit because like I said, I had a a client that landed a huge builder's risk deal. Um, I had a couple EB cross sells. And so for me personally, what I would have liked to do is have more, you know, 15 to $20,000 P and C accounts. Like if if, if all that 300 up was made up of, Divide that by 20,000. I don't know. What is that? 15 accounts at 20K. I'd probably given myself an A minus, right? Yeah. Because I'd have been like, hey, I would have wanted one big pop, which would have given me an A plus, right? But, but yeah. So, like, if I would have landed that large electrical or whatever, um, for sure, I would have probably given myself, you know, an A. But, but I don't know because I would still look back and say, okay, that to really get an A, that means you're excellent. And that means I'd have to be excellent at not just the outcomes, but also the input. You know, and like, am I sticking to my process? And so for what I can control, I, yeah, I give myself a B minus. Huh. Revi- revenue's kind of out of our control sometimes.
0: Yeah, that that's something I've been thinking a lot about with what you said, you know, you're talking about number of clients. And I think that that is a much better rubric or way to... Ju- to grade yourself on how well you did because you set a floor if you're setting a if you set a floor at let's just say i, I my, my floor Ten. i try to well, yeah i have some fives that sleep in and then obviously some 2500s but anyways let's say you set a floor at 10 and then let's say realistically the biggest that you're going to call on is 150 you really don't have any control over if you write twenty accounts in a year, you don't really have any control over if it's the tens or it's the one twenties. You know what I mean. Yep. So, and we've talked about this in the past. Is like, you know, what are the KPIs you really should focus on? And you know, obviously, calls is really the only calls or touches or whatever, whatever is really the only thing you can do on the front end. And then the only thing you can do as far as on the back end is is those calls are are, are going to convert into a certain number of accounts. And how big those accounts are really aren't up to you so if yeah, you write yeah. 20 accounts in a year you it, it could be 200k if they're all on the low end or if you get some bangers in there i mean shit, it could be seven eight hundred thousand
1: perfect so. ex- perfect example on this week's uh, episode diary of a new producer series with ian he had a first meeting uh ian Cognito. for those who don't know he's our new producer starting from scratch he's 13 weeks in so I'm his mentor, but um, he went to a first meeting, thought it was like, yeah, five ten in revenue, you know, gets in there, learns that they're doing 40 million a year in sales. They have 300 employees, they, you know, also of stuff, these lower mid-market companies, it's harder to research them, right? You, that's why I'm not a huge fan of doing tons of research. But I mean, I don't know what the revenue will be because it's not a super risky operation, but still, it'll be probably 30K, right? Or even you look at my my big deal I missed I I put down on my piece of I always write my estimated revenue when I get a meeting I put in my head fifty k well it was one fifty so and that's you know I've had plenty where I thought would be twenty five and they're twelve so that's where it's like you know I think if you if you target ten or higher you're gonna find it fall into some that are five six seven eight but but overall you're gonna start just going upstream because like, okay the floor's got to be ten but yeah if you get in there and there's an opportunity go work that deal. Um, but yeah, revenue is out of your control. I think to a certain extent, and you can you could say, hey, I'm only going go to go after ones I know are whales. They'll all be 50 plus. You could probably do that, but then your prospect pool becomes very small. And and as a new producer, if you're listening to this, that's a, that's a very risky strategy, especially if you're green. You know, I just think it's better to to diversify, and and you have time to call all. You have the time to call big whales and the 10k deals. That's the thing. It's it's not like Oh my gosh, I don't have any time to call these these little thirty thousand dollar deals. No, that's that's not true. You. you got the time, man. So don't make that an excuse. Like I only call whales. Great, but I guarantee you got more time in your day. I don't know what you're doing with it. Yeah.
0: Well, also you lose a couple of those, and you lose seventy percent of your book or eighty percent of your book. I told you about the guy that I know of, friend of a friend, and uh, he wrote a couple of the same accounts in the same industry, friggin whales. And they made up eighty percent of his book. And then they basically all they all left him within twelve months and he was left, you know, sitting there holding his you know what. So Damn. basically yep. starting over at you know five or six
1: years in. It's Crazy. Yeah, that's that's all right. All right. I think we hit this one I, on the head. Um, yeah, I'll let you go play your golf. Huh, no, it's raining here and we have a nine thirty call, remember? Oh yeah. Dang it. All right. Um, okay. So
0: with that, I'll bid everyone adieu. Appreciate you listening. If you are, if you don't know our, the deal, we have a newsletter comes out every Sunday. Uh, some people like it. Uh, some people don't, we have a lot more people subscribe than unsubscribe. So,
1: Oh, one if last you, thing.
0: Let me oh, see yeah, Right in the middle of the extra, you're going to interrupt yes. right at the end. Jesus. Yes.
1: Go follow trey shields oh you son on of a linkedin because that's the original max revenue creator now we're 50 50 partners but anyways go follow trey shields so he can get his little personal brand going as well because the linkedin algorithm doesn't like max revenue corporate material and uh we're going to keep putting it out there through that but we'd reach more people if we had a personal yeah you know,
0: coming, out closet, coming out of the closet bro coming out of the closet not Amen. that you couldn't figure out who I was anyways, but this for those listening, when we started the original max revenue as an anonymous account, if you're just following us, we went from like zero to five, you know, 5,000 followers. It was like a vertical hockey stick. And then we got kicked off of LinkedIn uh, because they don't like anonymous accounts. So then we had to create a business page from scratch. Anyway, say all that to say we went from like zero to a thousand email subscribers in about a month. (laughs) And then now that we are using uh, a business page on LinkedIn, it gets way less traffic. So our, our email subscribers look like this on the chart. If you're watching on Spotify, it goes vertical and then it has just like plateaued over the last five
1: months. We're going to fix that. We're going to fix that. I got
0: to come out of the closet now. Um, So anyways, back to the thing. Go to maxrevenueletter.beehive.com. Uh, it should be in the show notes here. Just basically go to our LinkedIn page, and it'll link you to wherever you need to go. And then also, Micah's doing some pretty cool stuff over on YouTube uh, at his agency. He's a mentor to a new producer who's completely new in the industry, super green, learning all of this stuff at one time, and Micah's coaching him up. and uh, his name's Ian Cognito. No, that's not his real name. But Micah every week is putting out a video basically talking about what they're talking about, the struggles, the ups and downs that Ian's going through as being a producer in his first year. And uh, I, I think, dude, I, I bl- wish I could have had that when I first started. So anyways, so with all that, uh, oh, and if you need a playbook, if you're a producer and you're like, hey, just tell me how to go from A to Z right? Like just literally give me a paint by numbers. How do I build a list? How do I make calls? How do I open the door? How do I position for BOR? How do I close this puppy? Uh, We have that too. Producer playbook. Uh, That'll also be linked in the show notes or just go through our LinkedIn page and you can find it. All right. Longest extra ever. All right, everybody have a great week. We'll holler at you later. Peace.